uh, a quick quick thing for me to say before we get into this episode. I know this episode is labelled as use of the week. Not so much use of the week since there's only, it's only one news that I'm really talking about. Yeah, isn't it? And also, I haven't done news of the week in over a year. Yeah. I'm just so inconsistent with things. Like, life is just <laughs> batshit crazy for me. So yeah, that's why I've not been doing use of the week as much as I should be doing. Heck, why I've not been doing podcasting that much these days. But yeah, just for I should let you know so that none of you get confused about this news of the week thing. Because the last time I've done news of the week was in May last year. So, yeah, just so you know. Alright. Hello. So, I'm just going to make this a quick one because there's really nothing for me to talk about since I lose motivation quite easily and cannot be asked to record a long episode. Yeah, so, <clears throat> what I found out yesterday, uh, courtesy of my good mate Aish, is that um, Rishi Sunak and Sajid and Sajid Javid? I cannot believe how I'm even mispronouncing the names right now. Basically, respectively, the Chancellor of the Exchequer and their secretary have resigned. Since yesterday, they have resigned. Why? You may ask. The Pinchit incident. Now. I've not been paying much attention to that, so forgive me for getting it wrong. But actually, I won't even try to get it wrong because I'm going to somehow find an article on Google relating to that. So, Pincher Scandal. Okay. I love how Wikipedia has got it. Straight away. <laughs> I'm going to read it from Wiki. I mean, you want to say I'm wrong? Then I'm wrong, but I'm not a, journal- I'm not a journalism podcast, alright? I'm not trying to do journalism as a course in uni. I'm doing film and TV, so... I'm here for entertainment and sort of information, not here to educate you guys. But anyways, the Chris Pincher scandal is a political controversy in the UK related to sexual misconduct. <sighs> Yeah. So the main thing is, people in power don't give a shit about other people. In this case, they think they're so high and mad, so high and mighty that they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, sexual misconduct. <sighs> Honestly, man. <clears throat> now I can see why the two have resigned. Because... I'm going to get to the next sentence in 3, 2, 1. Let's go. It implicates former Conservative Party Deputy 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 Chief Whip Chris Pincher, who is alleged to have behaved inappropriately. And BJ, or Blowjob, as I like to call him, who is alleged to have been aware of a previous instance of Pincher's behaviour where he appointed Pincher as Deputy Chief Whip. Chief Whip. Alright, so let's get to the incident. This all goes back to the 5th of November 2017. 
home. So, until five years ago, and they haven't done anything about it. Honestly. So, so it says here that Pinchy resigned as comptroller of the household or assistant whip. Yeah, it's the first time I've heard of these terms. And voluntarily referred himself to the Tory party's complete procedure in the police as part of the 2017 Westminster allegations of sexual misconduct. I didn't even know that took place. <laughs> like, I remember a lot of things in 2017, but that ain't one of them. He was accused of sexual assault by former row, sorry, former Olympic rower and Tory candidate Alex Story in 2017. Story alleged that he had been the subject of un- unwanted sexual av- advances from Pincher in 2001 when the MP invited Tory Story, sorry, when the MP invited Story to his flat where Pincher massaged his neck and talked about his future in the Tory party before changing into a bathrobe. Recounting the episode, he said that Pinch's advances had made him seem like a pound shop Harvey Weinstein. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I should be laughing or just not bothered. I say I'm not bothered because at this point I'm not surprised. The Tories seem to get away with everything. They go, they essentially got away with Pottygate to an extent. Yeah, they all got fined and a few resigned, but Boris is still in power, isn't he? Pincher said that I do not recognize either of the events or the interpretation, the interpretation placed on them. Oh, shut up. And that if Mr. Story has ever felt offended by anything, I said I can only apologize to him. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <clears throat> Pincher was also accused of, of touching up, in quotes, touching up. Former Labour MP Tom Blankensop, who told him to F off. On the 23rd of December that year, the Tories investigating panel de- determined that Pinchad had not breached the Code of Conduct, even though he was accused of sexual misconduct, which makes no sense. He resigned as, you know, the whip on the 30th of June, a couple of days ago after he admitted to being very drunk the night before at the Carlton Club, a private members club in St. James's London, and heaven, in quotes, embarrassed myself and other people. It was alleged that he had groped two men. Right. I hope they're still looking into this now, because, like... No. Uh, Angela Rayner said that the latest episode showed that standards of public life have dropped on the BJ. Yes, of course it has. She maintained he should explain why Pincher was made a parliamentary whip and how he could stay an MP. Good question indeed, Angela. There were calls from unnamed Tory MPs for a by-election to be held in his seat, as in Pincher's seat, as the events were considered much worse than when the former Tory, Neil Parrish, was caught watching pornography earlier in the year. 
Yeah. I don't think we've really forgotten about that, have we? Yvette Cooper, who is Labour's Shadow Home Secretary. And I, I, I don't know her, but I bet she'd be ten times better than Pretty Patel. I'm just saying. She said the full truth was needed about events and allegations, asking for the whip to be withdrawn from Pincher as a start, and saying that standards in public life were involved. Now, Lip Dem, Wendy Chamberlain, said the allegations were also serious. It was hard to see how Pincher could stay as an MP. It was so sorry that the allegations were so serious. It was hard to see how he could stay as an MP. Yeah, good point. She called for a thorough investigation and for Pincher to lose the whip. He was suspended as MP, but was stay in Parliament as an independent. He should not even be in Parliament, man. Come on, man. Rayner said Johnson had been trapped, kicking and screaming into taking any action at all. That's true. Sorry for putting up that voice. I tried to make this recording a bit more entertaining. Shadow Minister of State at the Cabinet Office, Ginny Chapman, said what Johnson knew when he appointed Pincher, who is a party ally, as whip is unclear. We want, quote-unquote, sorry, we want to know who knew what and when and why those decisions were made the way they were. I don't think anybody in Westminster believes that BJ did not know. I mean, he, he clearly lied to... Government, I mean, people can be like allegedly mate. The proof was in the pudding. The like, it's in the cake. We all watched the Prime Minister's questions. We all saw him lie to the whole of Commons. Like, and you're telling me that you're still doing an investigation. You're telling me that there's still allegations. It's obvious he lied. He misled the government. But anyways, moving on from that. I don't think anyone in Westminster believes that BJ did not know about the allegations of Mr. Pincher, as I alluded to with Partygate. In a letter to Tory MP, not Tory MP, Tory Chief Whip Chris Heaton Harris, Select Committee Chairs Karen Bradley and Caroline Noakes said the, the Tory party needed to adopt a zero tolerance approach. They're not going to do that though. I've forgotten her name, but I remember this um, XMP. I'm not. I don't remember if she's Tory, if she was Tory or Labour, but she resigned some time ago, two years ago, I think. I believe. Sorry if I'm getting this wrong. And yeah, it was all to do with, you know, Islamophobia or allegations of Islamophobia. I do believe her because, honestly, I, don't, I honestly don't see why she would be lying. Like she, this person, would have nothing to gain by lying. Like she, literally lost her job at Parliament. So, what does she have to lose? What does she stand to gain? Sorry, nothing. Probably not much, if any. So this is zero tolerance thing. I don't think the Tories are ever going to do that because. They're rotten. They're rotten. They're criminals. I call them crim. I call them criminals, not just because of what we hear about them, what we see of them, 
the old Irish Gaelic word, you know, where, where the word Tory comes from, literally means criminal. It's an inside joke. Me, me and I should have to make fun of the Tories by using, like, by calling them criminals, because that's actually what it means in old Irish Gaelic. Anyways. So, so Chris Heaton Harris, Karen Bradley, and Caroline Noakes said the party needed to adopt a zero tolerance approach to such allegations and carry out a thorough investigation in each and every case, adding the party and by extension the government are at risk of serious reputational damage by the current approach. Any further allegations? Right, this is three paragraphs long and. I really don't want to. No, I'm gonna par. I'm gonna paraphrase each paragraph. All right. So, uh, about three days ago, from when I'm recording this, six new allegations against Pincher <laughs> involving behaviour over a decade. The fact that he's that he's still in Parliament right now sucks ass. But yeah, you can go on Wikipedia yourself, type in Chris Pincher's scandal, or the Pincher scandal. There's Wikipedia for it. Like, you, you can read it all. But yeah, but basically, he's been accused of a lot of things. Dominic Cummins, as usual, coming in to say stuff. He joked about him being Pincher by, Pincher by nature two years ago. Wow, that's funny. Uh, Jonathan Reynolds, who is Labour MP, said, I think we've got to acknowledge what the consistent problem is. It's a, it's a party that repeatedly chooses to do what is expedient, po- politically expedient over what is right. Basically, dinner for themselves. Nepotism. Cronyism. That's basically what it is. <laughs> Mrs. Nishi said that Johnson was unaware of any specific complaints. Later, Dan Street said that he was aware of the he was aware of it at the time. Yeah, this nonsense. It's just like Pygate. Like I didn't know there were like there were no parties, no rules were broken. And then I didn't know there were any parties, and I didn't know any parties that I did not attend. And it's just no, it's just f- flimsy behavior, flimsy excuses, man. Yeah, so resignations, so. Um, Johnson admitted appointing Pincher, no one cares. He said he had made a bad mistake by not acting on the information. So yeah, so both Rishi Sunak and Sajid Javid resigned. Minutes after the interview Boris Johnson had with Chris Mason on the BBC yesterday. You know, where, where he said that he made a bad mistake by not acting on the information. I love how both of them resigned. I say that. Vice Chair of the Tories, Bim Afulami, resigned the same day, along with Saqib Bati, Jonathan Gullis, and Nicola Richards from their positions as parliamentary private secretaries. Alex Chalk also resigned as Solicitor General for England and Wales. The following day, which is today, Will Quince resigned as parliamentary on the Secretary for Children and Families. Shortly after John 
announced his resignation as economic secretary to the treasury. Basically, uh, this seems like a world record. Not world record. This is definitely a record for the most amount of resignations within a week. Starting yesterday. So we've got Rishi Sunak, Saji Javid, Bim Afadabi, Bim Afadami, sorry, Sahib Bati, Jonathan Goddess, Nicola Richards, Alex Chalk, Will Quince, John Glenn, nine people resigned. Well, technically eight because he would announce his resignation. Let's just count it as nine. Hours. Nine people from the same party resigned within the space of 24 hours maximum. Jeez. <clears throat> Johnson, you're screwed. And on that lovely note, I'm gonna end it here because, again, I don't want to make this too long. <sighs> yeah. So, that's all you have to know. Yeah. See you guys whenever I guess because I've got nothing to talk about. <laughs> but make sure you give this podcast a follow, rate, give it a rating wherever you can. Everything you need to know about me is in the show notes. And... Yeah. Talk to you guys next time, I guess. Yeah. Goodbye.